Moms. I'm Elizabeth Rago. And I'm Stephanie Donovan. And together we are Modern Domestic Moms. A podcast where we discuss our mama mania, sharing our perceptions and insights as we relate to you and the moms around us. So go ahead, fill your glass, and join in with us on the conversation. Because mama ain't easy. And you don't have to do it alone. Come Come sip sip with with us. us. Deep into the throes of summer. Nobody raps like that anymore. No. DJ. Well, Johnny Wahlberg does. DJ Jazzy Jeff. Jazzy Jeff. What's up? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Throwback. Doesn't that bring you back? Yeah. So we owe Elizabeth a big happy homecoming. Yay. <laughs> it's been a while. Everyone was worried. They thought we were in a fight. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel out of practice. I've been just consumed between like illness and our, and not COVID illness, but just like an illness swept through. Yeah. Plus we have two summer birthdays. So that is just insane in itself. It's a lot. Yes. So no, I am back. I am here. I am ready to talk mom things. Housekeeping. How about those mom experience episodes? I love those. What we tried out this summer is to introduce real moms, not just experts, to talk about their experiences as we grow and learn together. So if you've got an idea for a real mom experience that you'd like to hear about, or if you want to talk with us about being on an episode, let us know. Remember, we can be reached on Instagram at mdmthepod or at moderndomesticmompodcast at gmail.com. And we love our experts, too. I love our experts. I love our experts because they're different. Well, they know. Very very conversational. They've got their shit together, too. Yeah, and they're they're very accepting of the people who don't have their shit together. (laughs) (laughs) Which is you and me. (laughs) So. But if you have an idea for an expert you want us to have on, or just a topic you want us to explore... Honestly, we just, you know, set it out. limit. Sky's the limit. And there are so many topics that touch mom's lives nowadays. So, And we're collecting new episodes for fall. So now's the time to reach out. Okay, you want me to pass the podcast? Yes, because you just come up with, you find these podcasts that I don't don't know exist. (laughs) And then I'm like, where the hell did she find these? Yeah. So what's what's this week? What's next? All right, I don't know how I found this one. It's the Best Neighbors Podcast. With over 300 episodes, it's called Your Weekly Pop Culture Concierge, featuring your new best neighbors, Erin and Margot. Live from Brooklyn, we discuss the latest in pop culture, music, movies, TV, celebrity gossip, and more. Life is short. Listen to your neighbor. These two women are just getting together for coffee. And they are so no-nonsense Brooklyn. They love the housewives. They get together to, quote, shoot the shit is what they say. And they just decided to start recording it, which is 
a lot like us. Yes. Because that's what happens. You're you're amused by your own conversations. <laughs> exactly. And you think I think other people would be amused by these. Well, they're so passionately opinionated. Really? Like they get so mad about these housewives and the topics that go on. It's adorable. It's like you're a fly on the wall and they're having coffee. I love it. And there's over three hundred episodes. Holy cow. Yeah, and they've been so they've been doing it like a very long time. They're very used to it. It's so sweet. It's the cutest. You got to give it a try. And you know what? Especially when you can't get together with your girlfriends and just, <laughs> yeah, you know, to others. honestly, I, I just know. like to eavesdrop on other people's conversations. That's exactly what a great point. <laughs> oh my goodness. So we, we are sipping today and I will only be having a couple of sips. Fade away a meritage from Pasto Robles. It's just such a pretty label. <laughs> The yeah. font, the font is delightful. Here's the thing. Last episode, we have a, had a wonderful expert on, Allie, and she told me that Trader Joe's does have awesome wine selections, so I don't feel bad no. about my Trader Joe's wine selections, and this is one of them. It's a harmonious blend of 84% Cab Sauve, 7% Merlot, 6% Malbec, and 3% Cab Franc. So... How do you put those blends together and not just get wasted while you're sampling? Do they spit it out? I'm glad you asked. Okay. You haven't watched Sam. So Allie told me about Sam. There's Mm. actually three of them. Now you know me. You know I don't have time for shit. (laughs) I've watched all three documentaries this since I recorded with Allie to this point. How long are they? Um, About an hour and a half. Oh my goodness. They are so intriguing. So tell me, new so the, sommelier. Yes, they do. They, there's a lot of spitting. Oh. It's gross. It's sampling and then the spit out. They're, you know how we laugh at our descriptions? Yeah. Because we think they're so off? No, their descriptions are wild. They're like, put it all over their mouth and they spit it out and they're like, a can of fresh open tennis balls. But they have to learn. They have to be able to actually like smell it and be able to say what vintage it was and what almost what year and what kind from where it's wild and that is that's talent i mean you have to have some kind of enlightened palette and they study so hard to be a master sam and then two and three two is um more about the low oh it's stories it's like the all 10 wines and their stories or which i loved and they were showing like cellars in italy where there's literally like cobwebs and mushrooms growing off these bottles and they're like that's good for the wine and then the third one is those guys that passed the sound test together or didn't pass you'll have to see someone mm-hmm. and they talk about their favorite bottles it's very very cool but you have to, i mean i just think wine's so interesting yeah it is really i mean tell me anything else that's like it tastes like mushrooms and fermented fruit from and the then we like woods. yeah from the backwoods <laughs> and then we go and drink it like how yeah, I, I find it to be amazing I think just food and flavors is amazing in itself and I don't think that we appreciate meals anymore you know like we oh, just definitely not now yeah we it's like, like eat stuff eat and super run. quick yeah. yeah and I think there's something nice about the simplest it's and it's not simple wine is not simple at all it's very complex but it almost forces you to slow down a little bit and just enjoy it because of taste. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you want to watch something, those are so interesting. If you love wine, you'll probably love the documentaries. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, and I'm, you know what? I'm used to my Corona pour 
from the from lockdown. Yeah. Which is basically just like a coffee mug filled with a ton of wine. I mean, that's where I was at. Nothing wrong with that. Right. Okay. Should we just say cheers? Yeah, we should, which is what I missed you for. Aww. I always forget the cheers. Are these new glasses? These are some different ones. We've broken a few. <laughs> so this podcast, we're talking all about summer. And can I just, first of all, before we get started, yep. just pay homage to the mom summer do, which is what I'm sporting. Maybe I'll take a picture. It's so beautiful. The top bun with a headband to keep the flyaways out. And Elizabeth, I got you a headband. Get out of here. <laughs> you have to be part of this. Oh my gosh, I love this. And I've got a chip clip in. You got to do the mom do. And don't you guys at home dare be self-conscious of the mom do. This is how we live. This is what we sport in the summer. I mean, hell, I sport it sometimes in meetings for work. You should. And very much made fun of. But I don't I don't care. No. Like, you want me to do some serious work? But let me put my hair up. Like, being a mom and a creative is like new levels. of Yeah, you're extra super crazy. Of like hobonus. Now, I just got my hair did last hey. week. Woo. Now, do you, here, here's the thing. Do you do, do you not have any bangs showing? Okay, I don't because then it helps cover my wrinkles. But you can I, do whatever the hell you want. I can do a pull out. I can pull out. No, I'm you can. Pull- you look cute the other way. I like to keep it on my forehead because it, it kind of finds out those wrinkles that I have going. I'm thinking you about Botox. Any, we'll we'll oh, have to do an episode about it. wrinkles. I would do a tummy tuck, though. <laughs> Okay, headbands in. Wine is poured. We have our mom uniform on. Yeah, we do. All right. What do you remember about the summer when you were a kid? Ooh. You know what I do remember probably the most is camping. I remember camping and a lot of sweating, (laughs) being hot all the time because we actually didn't have air conditioning. Oh, um, my. In the summer. And so we had like fans blowing and sheets on our wool uh, couches. Yeah. Um, we did eventually get like a space, you know, AC. A window unit. Yeah, like a window unit. But I just remember we camped quite a bit, which was fun. And then we would camp with like other families. That is always fun. And it was cool. Like it was just a good, it was a good memory maker. And we always went up to Door County, Aww. which we which we loved. Yeah, so I think I feel like camping I remember the most. I do remember being hosed down by my older brother with the hose. Like, he would get control of the hose, and then it was like, oh, shit. Now I have to run and hide, because then he would, like, blast me in the face. And my little brother was too little. Like, he couldn't do it, because we were, like, six years apart. So he couldn't really be mean to, like, the baby. So then I was just, yeah, the brunt of it. What about you? Gosh, I mean, I do remember super soakers, and the the hose was like the winner. Like if yes. you were real mad, you just went and got the hose. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. You know, I remember nights sitting, and I think we did have air conditioning in our first house, but we probably just never used it because it was too expensive. <laughs> and I remember hearing with the windows open. First of all, the sprinklers, the Yes. And I could never sleep. Wait, people were watering at night. Yes, the all the time. And our, who's now my dentist, <laughs> our dentist lived next door to us, which is the great way to always brush your freaking teeth. But he always was watering his lawn. And so I remember hearing that, but that was our second house. Our first one, when I was real young, I remember kids playing kick the can. 
I remember hearing it. Really? And I never played Kick the Can. I did play Ghost in the Graveyard. Yes. I just remember these epic summer games, which actually I wish I could bring to my kids. Because there was something about it. And you had to be, when my dad turned that light on, 80s kids, you better get home within like 60 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. But that like summer games and just being out late and just doing these crazy imaginative things, like that was fun. Capture the flag? Yes. Did you play Capture the Flag? I loved Capture the Flag. Well, okay. So that was one of our favorites. I was a summer camp counselor for a good five, six years, and then I was the director for a good three or four. Oh my gosh. In Elgin Camp. Big Oaks. It doesn't exist anymore. It's a tragedy. But we loved Capture the Flag, and we also loved the kookaburra hunts in the mornings. We would hide kookaburra. Sometimes we hid him and took him, and then so the kids were out longer, but don't tell anyone. Um, <laughs> it's not around anymore, so it doesn't matter, and all those people are adults. Yes. Oh, and they're going to be like, we knew you did that. <laughs> but God, that summer camp was mm-hmm. epic. It was huge. Then. It was the best job ever. Yeah. It really was so hot and so exhausting. And I probably will have skin cancer because of it one day, but it was Or just epic. the amount of bug spray that was applied oh that my God. probably had so much DEET in it uh-huh. that we've poisoned ourselves. But so, yeah. So I like to think about like our summers. And then compare them to what summers are like now. Because know. you know what? Peter and I were actually, Peter's the husband. Peter and I were talking <laughs> about, um, we were talking about how like kids' summers are so different now. Mm-hmm. We didn't have entertainment. No, we like, had to just it was make open it. the door and get out of this house. <laughs> yeah. You know? Check in. Like we would check in and or have lunch or whatever. But now there's so many things that um, kids have to like entertain themselves. That they don't have to just get up and get out. Yeah. I know. I have to like shove them outside. And it's been kind of like rainy, humid. So I get it why they don't want to. And crawling out of COVID, which we've said before, you're not used to playing with a lot of kids. Right. And it's almost weird. Yeah. At this point. Yes. So... I think today's episode is going to be really good for ideas. Yeah. For littles and bigs. So I have this article. This is, so I tried to be scholarly. I tried to bring in an article, but here's what happens. It's from great schools and it's just written by great school staff. No names. So I can't go too hardcore on this. However. From a freelance writer perspective, that means that many people contributed to that. And they were all assholes because (laughs) let me tell you. I know this article was supposed to like present the different perspectives and it's called Bright Ideas from Our Readers, Keeping Kids Busy During the Summer. And here's the little subheaders. Ready? A Florida mom recommends giving kids their freedom. Our children are 12 and 13. My husband and I work Monday through Friday. Our children are given a list of chores, including reading one hour per day and practicing their musical instruments for one hour. As long as everything is done by the time we arrive home at 6.30, they are free to do as they please. Okay, here's some more subheaders. A mom in Georgia thinks otherwise. I know. (laughs) It's definitely a parent's job to find quality educational summer activities for their children. Most children, of course would succumb to a wasted summer of eating and sleeping if allowed. Wait, is this from like the 1950s Don't you think? now? A California mother agrees it's a parent's job. Definitely it is a parent's job to keep the kids occupied during the summer. It is always healthy for the kids to enjoy the great outdoors, be out there and explore beyond their realms of home life. There are so many ways to do it depending upon 
the budget allotted for the family. Another mom says it depends on their age. A working mom, ooh, a working, a working mom, mom shares her solutions. <laughs> how a stay-at-home mom keeps her children busy. Let me tell you what I thought of this article. <laughs> because here's why. Why are we introducing these like divisions immediately? First of all, it's your like you're the cruise director. Yeah, this is your job that you're paid for. It's out of control. It depends. It so depends on age. I am just breaching with Jr. the age where he can actually go outside without me watching him, and I'm still not there. No, yeah. And it depends on your family situation. If two parents are working, I called up my best friend the other day. We were at a park that was kind of way out by her house. And I said, hey, is Elliot around? Does he want to come join us? And she was like, oh, he's at summer camp because I have to work. Like, I put him in summer camp for a couple weeks. Right. Which, of course, she did. You know, because, like, if you've got two working parents, it doesn't matter that it's summer. No. That kid needs to have somebody watching him 24-7. That article, that's ridiculous. I just want to say, that's ridiculous. It lit a fire under Stephanie, and she was getting very warlike. (laughs) I am angry about it. So she tore up the paper. I did. No matter your situation, I mean, summer is a different kind of season. So we thought we'd generate like this master list of ideas found online, questions we asked our friends, our own experiences, put it all together. And we did split into littler and bigger because those groups can look a lot different. And we have that different experience. Yes. And it does. It looks, so I've got a 15, 13-year-old tomorrow and a 9-year-old. I know Nora's going to be 13. I only have a day to make a birthday cake. You should have told me this. (laughs) Look, I barely remembered, so let's, <laughs> let's get real here. It's so different yeah, when they're teenagers. And I'm going to share with you this super funny. It's, it's basically like this guy with his thumb down. And the <laughs> it, it says on the top, like, anytime you get excited as a parent with a teenager and, like, you want to do something with them, it's just always thumbs down. Like, it's like, never good. Sucks. Your yeah. idea sucks. You, yes. You suck. You're embarrassing. There are so many great summer memes i'm gonna just make a whole drop of them on our instagram because they're hilarious okay so okay do you want to tackle the littles yes let me tackle the littles and you come in and tell me what you think okay okay? yeah all right the first one is a cheat i (laughs) saw this on a podcast or an article or something and it was called just add water and i had never heard this before but it's so true anything with water when the kid is crabby Blow-up pool, water table, popsicle bath, sprinkler, water guns, water balloons. Anything's going wrong with them, you, like, put them in the water. Even when, like, Callan's sick and right now, I put him in a hot bath because it's good for his breathing. Yeah. Water's fun. So that's something to think about if you're just bored or kind of at your wit's end. I agree. I love a good old-fashioned sprinkler. Totally. And you know what? I think the best ones are the really small metal ones from the 80s. I'm tired. I've gotten Melissa and Doug ones, and you know what? They break in like two weeks. Or it's one of those ones that looks like an octopus, and it's got like all the tentacles coming out, and then you you end up having like one that's completely erect, and it's just shooting into the sky. <laughs> the stray one? <laughs> yeah. And then there's one that's just like going wild. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. work like it does in the commercial no those old little ones there's one for 13 dollars. it is like a sunflower and i put it on my like yeah christmas list <laughs> and it's so easy and also if you use those i remember tripping over a sprinkler and like cutting open my leg oh easily yeah, yeah. so you just have to I, just get a cheap one okay the sandbox 
Mm. Now, I fought the sandbags for a long time. We did the rockbacks instead because I was convinced that the sand was going to get all over. The rockbacks, the rocks got all over. So, like, same thing. <laughs> but they they liked it, I would say, when they were, like, two and three. Kellen kind of likes it, but Jared was really into it when he was really young. I don't know. Um, but we got, like, a raised one where they could stand yeah, and, like, play nice. with their trucks. But it's fun. And you know what's actually kind of nice about that is if you have, like, a sibling who's a little bit older, who's, like, six or seven, and then yeah. you've got a little who's, like, two or three, mm-hmm. and they're not, you know, like, eating the sand. It's a nice bonding moment for, like, an older sibling to sit, like, side by side with the little one and, like, show them how to do things. That's what I found with with my oldest and my youngest is that he liked to sit side by side with her and even though you know he had moved on with his interests yeah he liked to interact with her in the sandbox well that's cute yeah it was more like kellen don't do it like that (laughs) it's a little different around here (laughs) (laughs) but it is i love i do love the rock bags and the little trucks and the dump trucks and all that business yeah but don't one time i bought peat or something like this i was like oh it's small rocks it'll work don't get like the cheap peat from home depot or whatever it actually is like sediment in it so they're just covered in grime you have to like buy washed stones if you're gonna do the rock box fyi i made that mistake note to sell library visits yes can't go wrong we and we don't have that right now they're actually not open and they're, well, we had a rebuild of our public library, but I'm excited for when they do. It looks really nice. Yes, and I'm excited for going there. But you, you sometimes you forget that, you know, that that's an option. Well, and the good thing about our area, actually, in the Tri-Cities, so Geneva, St. Charles, Batavia, you can actually visit and check out books at the other can libraries. You, if you just have a card from anywhere? Yeah, so I can check out, as a St. Charles resident, I can go to the Batavia Library or the Geneva Library and check out whatever I want. And it's nice to, we would do a library hop when the kids were smaller. It's very cool. Baking. Mm. New recipes, baking for our neighbors. I will put a very super cute picture up on the Instagram where we walked over a little birthday cake to our neighbor the other night. Um, we love making people birthday cakes together, decorating them, popsicles, smoothies, you know, new recipes, sharing them with people. I don't know. I know it's hot and it's summer and sometimes you don't want to turn that oven on, but I'm like a baker at heart. And so yeah. I think we like just doing different kinds of things in the summer when we have time. Summer reading. I'm a nerd. I always try to do the school one. Our library has a great one. Last year I made the kids do it. This year it's going on too, but you actually have an app where you log on and log your reading, which is very cool, but we're just, I'm too busy doing the school one, so we're not doing the library one this year, Mm -hmm. but I love doing summer reading. I used to do a book a day with, with before JR was in school. Like I made my own summer reading because I just think summer reading is super cool Mm -hmm. and a good way to like keep their skills going, keep that fresh in the summer. Other things. Okay, this, oh, this one's super good. So I did some research on this one. Scavenger hunts. Okay, if you want a super simple outdoor one, Mm -hmm. there's a link on the episode notes. It's viewsfromastepstool.com. It is very cute, very easy. I love a simple scavenger hunt where they like, I saw this rock or stone or leaf or whatever, and they get to check it off, or bird, you know. It's fun. There is a packet of 14 scavenger hunts from reallifeathome.com. 
All you have to do is you subscribe at the bottom of the linked page and they immediately email you the packet and then you can just unsubscribe right away if you want, which is what I did because I get too many emails. But they are themed scavenger hunts. There's like the parade scavenger hunt, the walk in the woods scavenger hunt, the grandparents house scavenger hunt. It's like find the doily. It's hilarious. It's like root through your grandmother's underwear drawer. (laughs) Find her potpourri satchel. Yeah, there's a stargazing one. There's, oh, that's I mean, cool. they are very creative. Reallifeathome.com. Indoor camping. If you're more of the indoorsy type. That's super cool. Blanket now, forts. We're still doing forts at 13 forts are and epic. 15. You it's know, just, it's, kind, it's silly. It's fun. S'mores, campfires. We can do them on the back deck or do them in your fireplace if it's hot. You know, they're fun. Okay, my favorite, Park Palooza. And I can thank Trisha, who listens, for the title of this. <laughs> we try as many parks in the area as we can, and we try to find new ones. Moms who are thinking about it, don't get the swing set. Just don't. Don't do it. People have told me my sister wanted to give me hers. People are like, oh, you should put a swing set. I'm never putting a swing set. I, we because don't we are close enough where we can walk to other parks. And this will be, I call it, the plastic kitchen experience which is my sister was like the boys love my plastic kitchen you should just take it and I said they love it because it's in your house yeah the minute I bring home that kitchen no one will ever play with it again because then they have it yeah we put a basketball hoop in the backyard no nobody's playing basketball we used to go to JR school just to play basketball now he has one is it interesting anymore no because they've conquered it. <laughs> and you know, it's you can walk to parks. Yes. <clears throat> and different ones. And change it up. Mm. Don't get one. Plus, they are hell to get rid of. When the kids are like 10, 11, 15, and you're looking to get your garden back. Well, we tore ours down like three years ago. It was already at our house. But right. it was this rickety, I mean, just nails poking out. It was totally like an 80s playground. Okay, you know, the 80s playgrounds. <laughs> like I, everyone was getting cut Tetanus, and sliced yeah. up it's on it. It's just like. We tore it down and just like threw it in a bagster. I'm going to no. say, somebody needs to hear this. Nobody <laughs> wants your old swing set. We don't care if you repainted it. No. Nobody you wants it. You zhuzhed it up. When you say, must. Be responsible for moving. Nobody no. can move it. Nobody no. has a U-Haul. So yeah, the parks. Look, pack a picnic, make it an event. There's this one. It's like, what, the Moby Dick of our park palooza. And it's like, <laughs> we can't find it. And it is a park, and it's in Batavia. And my friend actually told me, she's like, you know what's actually very difficult to find? You have to park in this neighborhood. When I did the map quest, I ended up like in front of a house. And I was like, I see it way back there in the distance, but how do I get there? And then I was circling a middle school parking lot that had just been repaved, so I couldn't even get to all of it. There's a very cool park in Batavia, and it has an infinity swing all the way around. So I have to give her a shout out. My friend's friend, it's called B-B-E-E, at the parks. And it's an Instagram handle, and she reviews all these parks in the area. So it's really kind of fun, because then I'm like, oh, let's go see this one. Anyway, I could not find this park. So we ended up at another park. I love finding. Yeah, different parks that you yeah. normally And they like love see. it. Yeah, it's fun. It's a little adventure. Rock painting. Crafts can be annoying. I get it. You paint a rock. You find them. You hide them. You spread them around. We put on the back of our rocks that we paint. It's like a little craft. It's and so it, cute. We, yeah, we put uh, hashtag SDC rocks. 
And then you can see when people find them and there's like a Facebook page about it. I'm way more into it than the kids are, yeah, I think. It's but it's fun. Yeah. It's but very maybe cute. they'll get there someday. I love it. Backyard baseball. Look, it is twelve bucks to get rubber bases online. The size of your diamond doesn't matter. The kids love running the bases. Mm-hmm. Do it gym teacher style. Get some rubber bases. It's fun. Um, use a soft baseball. My kids have hit the windows a ton of times. <laughs> but they're using like these soft like parachute balls. Like, thank God they're soft. They have not broken something yet. So, you know, this this turns into something different once the children go into puberty. And oh, they have like a lot of strength behind them. Then the yeah. window is broken regardless of whether or not it's a soft ball or not. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, JR prides himself on hitting it as hard and fast as he can. Oh. Monster truck rally. <laughs> With stunts. Look, we do a whole basement setup. Matchbox cars work for this, too. For girly girls, you want to do a doll dream house or a vacation setup, do it. I firmly believe that monster trucks are for everyone. There are also plenty of real summer monster truck shows. Wait, are you talking about, like, monster trucks? Monster jam. Monster trucks. Little ones, big ones. We play with them and we make like, we bring boxes and we make stunts and we make ramps and you can do it with sand. That's cool. It's very cool. My dogs ate the kinetic sand, so we don't do that anymore. (laughs) That was two emergency trips. It's probably about $500. So we don't do the kinetic sand one, but you can. It's really fun. And there are new Monster Jams on Hulu, like now that they're touring and doing it, my kids are into the, each truck has like a character. They have a oh. driver. They have favorites. Kellen and Jay are like different ones. They're rivals. It's like very fun. That's cool. We're going to, it's called the Dirty O in Joliet. It's the Dirt <laughs> Oval. I know it doesn't sound bad. That's not, that does not. That We're sounds going like to- an adult themed party, <laughs> the Dirty O. Before the event, you can go on, actually on the arena and meet the driver's and take pictures in front of the trucks, which is so cool. That's the coolest part. Yeah. And then you get to watch them all like do their craziness and Kellen's into freestyle and the nose wheelie. I mean, there's a lot involved, but I, I kind of love monster trucks. It's cute. That's yeah. fun. There's dog ones. My favorite is crustacean. Wait, there's a dog He's a lobster. Truck. It's very cool. <laughs> wow. I'm just very out of my element. Hashtag <laughs> boy mom. <laughs> couple more. Okay. Parks and Rec Departments. Do not forget about your Parks and Rec Department. They have great programs. Some of them, they're drop-off programs. And people forget. Like, those, those yeah. are cheap. YMCA, if you have one in your area, same thing. They're, like, a little cheaper for a program if you're going to have to pay for programs throughout the summer to keep your kid busy. But it's nice because they're in one space. You know where they're at. They're not wandering around the neighborhood. No. Or- and there's people that are paid to take care of them. Yes. Which is also great. A summer bucket list. Look, I'm going to post mine on the drop. I let JR come up with it. Kellen's too young to really care. But just like 10 to 15 ideas. And ours are not like some big thing. Like, I want to achieve this. No, we're not going to do that. And that's annoying. We do more (laughs) like events or places like Swedish Days. We want to make sure we go to Swedish Days. Okay, put it on the list. Yeah. Or plant a tree. We did that one. Yeah, year. Like Nora that's really great. wanted to plant a tree or raise like a caterpillar. You know, she wanted to do the caterpillar yes. butterfly thing. We did that when they were little. Yeah. A cougars game. Yeah. JR has big ideas about a summer soccer game in the backyard with neighbors. Aww. He's very excited about this. So just certain things you want to do. A campfire, whatever it is. Because but- actually if you talk to little kids, their ideas of what are 
what is oh, really yeah. truly amazing is so adorable. it's like a career goal yes it's so yeah <laughs> it's like i'm thinking about it's yeah. so darn cute yeah so. i have become a water park guru my kids are obsessed with water parks we don't want to go back to blue harbor because we just did it in the fall i want to say but we went on this lovely vacation there was a clubhouse. There was hardly anyone there. We rented a VRBO. It was a condo community. It was the best way to do it because you rent the condo and you get all the stuff. And there was no oh. one there. And it was amazing. There's tennis courts. There's pickleball. There's the clubhouse. There's the restaurant. There's the beach. There, I mean, it was awesome. What did my kids say? We just really missed the water park. After, the, after you had done all those things? Yes. Oh, my. So now I'm like, all right. We got to get a water park. We don't want to go back to Blue Harbor. So I did all this research. And I have said, I think it was episode 20, we did Simple Getaways with Kids. Yeah. And we talked about other water parks. I have done a deep dive since on water parks. I'm like the guru. I was listening to a murder podcast the other day, and they were like, before she was killed, they were going on a water park vacation to Springfield. And I was like, where is the water park in Springfield? <laughs> Forget this, she was killed in Illinois. I was like, what water park do I not know about? Oh my gosh. Um, so we're going to one. I will let, I'm not going to reveal it until I know it's good. Yes. It is in good. Wisconsin. I had not heard about it before. I will let you know if it's good. We we have our fingers crossed. But we will revisit water that parks. one. Yeah. Because we do not, no, we do support lots of things, but we have to vet. We have to do a good vetting. Of I can't everything. just tell you it's good. What if it sucks? No, exactly. It's true. So if it sucks, we just don't talk about it. The bike parade. Look, we did it on 4th of July in the neighborhood. It was super cute. It started as a COVID parade because all the rest of the parades were canceled. And we did this bike parade, and now this was the second annual, and it's literally just around half the block. That's cute. But they decorate their bikes, and you don't have to do it for an event like 4th of July. You could really just organize it with your neighbors for anything, like yeah. on a Saturday morning. The kids love it. They get totally into it. We do confetti cannons from Walgreens oh, at the end. It's super cute. And the kids just, like, think they're in a parade. Yeah. Which is amazing. Buy some popsicles for the end. Done and done. And that's just, that's a nice memory. All right, let's go to our, your older kids. Yeah, so I do have to confirm your suggestions. I've probably done all with my kids who were littles, except for the monster truck thing. But that sounds super fun. Yeah, so, I don't know why my kids are obsessed, but it, It's just very obsessed. cool. So you had mentioned to me about geocaching. Yeah. So my nieces used to do, and they're older, so they're like 21 and 17 now, but they used to do geocaching with my brother all the time, and it seemed like it was super fun. Now, that is something I might look into. We've only done three. Each of them, I will say, have been very anticlimactic. It's fun to find it, but the thing about geocaching is it could have been planted there like three years ago. Oh, okay. So you find it, and there's like a few dimes... Some pennies, a Taco Bell hot sauce packet. Like it's, and it's funny because on the you can download this app for geocaching. You have to pay if you want the premier ones. Don't do that. Just like do the free ones. Yeah. And it says like lots of prizes. Here's the hints or whatever. And one was really hard to find in Mount St. Mary Park. But then you get it. I need to remember to start bringing things to them. So, like, we found one in a pond when we went to this Batavia Park because I, like, opened the app and I'm like, oh, there's one by here. To start bringing stuff to, like, refresh the geocaches yeah. because <laughs> it's so <laughs> disappointing. 
So you're going to pay it forward. I'm going to try next to remember. Person. But it is fun. It's yeah. like discovery. It's cute. Yeah. So I have a 15-year-old, soon to be 13-year-old, and a 9-year-old. And the the interest level runs the gamut. You know, it's not just like when they're little, you know, you can kind of just like set up. I remember setting up, you know, little stations in the house. And they would go from station to station. And, and by station, I mean like there was a painting station and they painted on paper. And then there You're was like... You're like running a preschool. Yes. I was like I'm like, there's the Netflix station. <laughs> So this is what I would do so that they would be involved in something and then I could, you know, sit there and stare at the wall for a second. <laughs> but as they get older, so here's what I I looked up some ideas because there is there is this conflict when it comes to do I entertain my child <sighs> all the time again and like or that let it, them be bored or let them be bored. So we do have a mantra in our house that we want to normalize boredom. Um, so we make sure that after a big day of doing just like, let's just say we go to a water park or we, you know, go out for the day or we go to the zoo or whatever has happened the day before, we like take a mandatory day of rest oh, the good. next day yeah, because everybody needs to chill the F out and just <laughs> decompress and like settle. So that is something I would really encourage parents of younger kids to see how their kids are the day after one of those events. and or, or just like a big day or a big day in the heat. Because if you do back to back to back to back. Which is what stuff, you do on vacation. Yes. It's exhausting. No, but we've incorporated those like rest days in our vacations now. Okay. And we are just happier as a family unit. So that's not to say that we just like sit and watch TV all day. Like we'll sleep in, um, you know, we'll take like a casual walk around. It's just we we like to balance how we plan ex- in the time off. Remember yes. Jan said that. Yes, Jan did say that. I yeah. love Jan. So now I did have another one. You talked about books. I set up a book club with my girls. It was It's so cute. So what we did, we ended up going to... Barnes and Noble and we looked through books so what was fun was we went to the bookstore and physically like read the back covers of the books like aloud we decided on a a series and it was it was just really fun to do that process like we just did it together but you could easily go to the library um, and find a book together so that's what we're doing we're not like putting extreme pressure on ourselves to like finish something in a week but we're like reading aloud together or if someone wants to go ahead they you know they go ahead and then we just meet at the end of the week before our slumber parties that we have on I have Fridays. I've been invited to any of them. Um, you should, yes, you will come to one of our sister. They're called Sister Slumber Parties, Aww. and we have them on weekends. Well, I love the book club. That's yeah. cute. It's turning out to be really cute, and we have some nice conversation about it. And I think what they love the most is when we do read, we kind of like cozy up in one space and then take turns reading aloud. And I still think that there's so much like value in that. I love, I love that. That's our book, our book club. So like a family or like a sibling book club is fun. Um, we we do spa days. Even my 15-year-old, which he would murder me <laughs> if he knew that I was saying he'll that. He'll never listen. Oh, he, he'll never listen. We do a spa day. 
So, or a spa hour or something. So uh, what I'll do is I'll let them go and like pick some things. Like, what do you want to focus on today? What's your, um, you know, your pain points? Like, did you have, do you have a couple pimples? You know, because hello. Yeah. The breakouts are happening. Do it. We, we do um, like masks and stuff. Um. And it's very, it's very cute. So I've, I've really hyped And you can up. get that from Sephora, Ulta. Oh, all over the place. Yeah. All over the place. We have been indulging in bike trips. Yeah, you have a new bike. I do have a new bike. You'll have to post it. It's so cute. And I got a matching helmet. I haven't had a bike in a long, long time. And I realized how much I liked biking. So everybody has a bike now that fits them. We went through this this stretch of like someone was growing. So the bike was too small. It was a hand-me-down. And then some jerk stole Jack's bike like (gasps) out of our yard. Anyway long story bike trips especially in this area if you're in like the fox valley area the bike paths are everywhere and you can either bike to a bike path or you can just hop in your car and go and find one at like one of the forest preserves there's go to like the parks system or the kane county forest preserve has a lot of information about bike paths Um, i will tell you now that Kellen is um, 40 pounds. When we go down to Mount St. Mary, so it's all downhill from our house. We're like, our neighborhood is up. The park is down. It's dangerous. (laughs) Then you come back. It's hard just biking it. Try with 40 pounds on your caboose because he's in that rider still, right? Like you pull him in that. Your thighs are burning. The wagon. (laughs) I couldn't do it. I gave up. I was like, I... Jerry, we have to walk. Like, I'm, like, pulling him up the... Gosh. Yeah, it's You're wild. Like, get out, kid. I was like, wow, last summer this was a lot different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it, biking is hard, especially if you're doing it uphill. I'm going to suggest, and this is really fun, and I didn't realize how much fun it would be, but volunteering together. Oh. Um, my 13-year-old loves animals, and we had just done this training last year right before like COVID hit and this was at a animal rescue um for like the for wildlife so it was she didn't want to do... just give a plug to Fox Valley Wildlife because totally. they're freaking amazing also care k-a-r-e Kane County area rehabilitation and education they're also freaking amazing what they take in both are awesome Fox Valley Wildlife it's just like a passion of mine they are a part of now Anderson Animal Shelter the things they do. I have taken birds that we found oh. on sidewalks that have been battered by a car or a I mean, they cat. take baby raccoons. Yeah. They take, I mean, they literally take everything. And they're certified wildlife rehabilitators. Yes. And that, and you can go and have a possum hang off your arm and it's freaking awesome. I have a picture. Ugh, what is his so name? Great. Like Sam or Fred or something? Yeah, they have these ambassador animals yes. that can't be released. It's yeah. so cute. So I would... Find out what your child, because our kids are so much more aware of things that are happening in the world now. And if you have bigger kids, this is a really nice introduction to like giving back. So my 13 year old, and and I, I will give this disclaimer, it's hard to find volunteer opportunities for kids younger than 12. True. So that's why we had to wait for such a long time. If you happen to find one, please let me know because I'm very interested in knowing where I can take my nine-year-old. Um, but <laughs> because she's upset, she can't go and volunteer. 
because yeah. she's too little. And sometimes they they won't even take you with a parent. They won't even take the younger kid with a parent. But that's okay. So this summer, we are taking a road trip to Clearwater, Florida. And we love Clearwater, Florida, just because it's a very easy vacation to manage. And it's beautiful. And I reached out to a couple of different aquariums down in Florida to see if they had any conservation opportunities for people while they're visiting. So my daughters are very into saving wildlife and Mm -hmm. conservation. And we watched a lot of Netflix documentaries about mangrove trees and what is it called? It's like bleaching. Oh, I don't know. So basically what happens is the coral reef like loses all its color and they call it like bleaching. It's terrible. Anyway, so... They want to do their part. They want to do something to help. And we've done beach cleanups at the Shed Aquarium. If you have a membership, you can be a part of those, and those are super fun. But we thought what would be cool is if we could go down to Florida and plant some mangrove trees. Wow. Um, So we are meeting with this lovely girl. I mean, she's a woman, but she's younger than me, so she's a girl. Molly is going to... Help us plant some mangrove trees when we're down in Florida. So we're just kind of doing like a little volunteering while we're down there. And I'm just very excited to see the girls, you know, get in action because they love, love, love a good beach cleanup. <laughs> so that's amazing. It was fun. But you can go to like your, if you're, uh, you belong to a church, there's a lot of volunteer opportunities. Um, I think Feed My Starving Children, you're allowed to bring like the younger kids mm-hmm. to those to like pack food. meal packings mm-hmm. yeah so just kind of look up in in your area for opportunities for kids for volunteering we do love and this has been happening since we lived across the street from you stephanie a tag sale which is basically like a fancy garage oh i sale. remember this okay i really wondered what was happening so my kids would basically just get all their old junk and put prices on it and then I would say on Facebook, look at these cute kids and they're having a great big sale coming by their shit. And then like all the grandparents would come over and give them 20 bucks. <laughs> and then like take... Don't I, do that. Make them work for it. It's so cute though. I so know. they're still doing it though. They're, they do a freezy pop shop where they take, you know, like those from the 80s, like our freezy pops. Okay. And they'll bring out like a cooler outside. And they make them and sell them. Yeah. It's adorable. And they'll make kind of like a killing. (laughs) Can I just say, hashtag Dateline, (laughs) I don't know if you've seen on Nextdoor app and Facebook, there recently has been in the neighborhood in St. Charles, I can tell you where it is after the podcast, (laughs) his daughters, your kids' ages, had a lemonade stand. Yeah. And he had an outward-facing camera, thank God. And there was a card that came around when you really study the tapes. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes before each time this guy came. This guy came five or six times. Ew. The fourth time the dad came out, he was watching, thank God. Yeah. The fifth time the guy came and took pictures of the children. <gasps> no, it was he had a backpack on. It was odd. It made me so scared. So apparently the police have identified this individual. I don't know what has come of it. I'm just saying reading all of this, because of course I read up on it, really gave me a reality check about letting our kids even play in the front yard without us being right there. Yes. Having any sort of stand, you really do have to be right there. You do. Because you don't know what's out there. And this was in a very nice neighborhood in St. Charles. Well, Sorry to be like, no, 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 total disclaimer, because I... 
whenever my kids are outside, I am either on the front porch or Good. out there with them. Yeah. And because I am a Dateline watcher as well. Yeah. <laughs> this dad had tapes because it was super suspect. And I don't know what came of it. But it didn't, it didn't look good. No. And you know what? Everybody has, if, if you don't have a ring camera, your neighbor has a ring camera. Yeah. But the problem is they're all faced like just towards your front door. Now I can see across, I think it depends how far your driveway is from the street because I can see all the way over to my that, neighbor's that's house. That's great. Yeah. I, I know. It's scary. Okay. It make sure that if your kids are doing tag sales. Honestly, just be or careful. make sure that they're supervised. Because it's like an invitation for creeps. And I'm sorry to be that person, but it's true. No, I know. And you're... <laughs> Debbie Downer. Like, put the Debbie Downer. Exactly. That's what I was thinking <laughs> before I said it. <laughs> okay. So let's shift to the homemade slip and slide. <laughs> so let's did, do that. We actually just did this. We took over... So I... I support Lowe's because I have a beef with Home Depot. Oh. Um, so I support Lowe's, but if you go to any, you know, Ace Hardware, wherever you shop for your hardware accessories, <laughs> um, get the plastic, it's a heavy duty plastic tarp. Yes, exactly. You need it to be at least 25 feet. And then you exists. need a and you, and you need a slight incline or the decline. Yes. So, so that you can just like shoot those kids down there. So <laughs> what, what, we, what we ended up doing, which is awesome, is we set up a hose. Yes. And we had an adult in charge of the hose. And the, the adult was just like spraying and spraying and spraying. And then I came over and just dumped a ton of dish soap. Now you can use yep. baby oil. <laughs> we use the dish soap. So um, disclaimer though, if it gets too sudsy and the kids like touch their eyes, even if they're teenagers, they will get soap in their eyes. Aww. So just try not to like touch your face when you're doing it. But it straight up worked. Yeah. And all we, I mean, we, we spent like, $17 on this plastic tarp. So great. It was hysterical. We got the funniest pictures. We were throwing these kids. That's it, so it was, great. It was hysterical. So, and the kids had a lot of fun. Even the teenagers. At first they were like, we're not going to do this. This is like, dumb. This isn't cool. And then all of a sudden <laughs> it was just like, oh, we're totally going to do it. So I feel like though that's a good like variety of things to do. It's um, great. Over the summer. But I can't stress enough the importance of like boredom. Well, because if you allow kids to be bored, then they're forced to, and maybe we're old school, they are forced to go find a way. I mean, I remember making tacos out of mud and big leaves in the woods because we lived uh, like on the side of these woods and we'd go in the woods and yeah. like and dig up crayfish skeletons and make like mud tacos and maybe we were weird but like it, there was nothing else to do. You know what? You're getting you're getting out into nature. You're exploring, you're getting a little dirty. Like I'm totally a supporter of get out and get dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Not in that way, ladies. I love it. I love your ideas. All right, let's move on to recipe box? Yes, recipe box. Okay. Is there anything that screams summer more than a macaroni salad. I've made it twice this summer, once for 4th of July. It's from sugarspunrun.com. You can make your own. It uses basically mayo, elbow macaroni, red peppers, sweet gherkins. Ooh. Chop them up. Even uses some of the sauce, like the sweet gherkin juice. 
hard boiled eggs, red onion, a little goes a long way. So I thought the second time I made it, I thought like, I need more red onion. No, you don't. <laughs> like a little bit of red onion goes a long way. You can make a big amount. I just remember buying what? a quarter pound and it's like six fifty. It's ridiculous. No, because you can make your own and it's really easy. And it's probably tastes better. It's really good. It tastes really fresh. So mm-hmm. I will go ahead and put that up and you can find it in the episode notes. What is yours? Okay, so I am totally with you when it comes to the salad, except whenever I think about fresh summer, I think of fruits. Like fresh fruit, just like my mom would throw out just watermelon slices and orange slices so I zhuzhed it up a little bit and there's this really good herb infused berry salad on the garden website and yes I work for garden but we actually commission um, a chef to do exclusive recipes and this is a beautiful berry salad and it's fresh it's got lime juice in it it's got honey Oh. Yes. So it's got like a zing, but it's sweet and it's just really light and light and refreshing. So I'll share that one as well. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's good. Ooh, self-care. <laughs> are you so ready for self-care? Are self- you ready? You sound excited. Okay. Here's my self-care. Your own summer reading. I spent so much time trying to force the kids to do summer reading, but actually <laughs> like when I'm into a book... I'm really into a mystery that I'm reading and I've been just like, I want to read like every second because I want to know what happens. Yeah. And I love that feeling. Yeah. But your own summer reading, summer's a great time to do a beach read if you don't usually read, something easy breezy, or to join or start a book club. Mm-hmm. I do Harvey Steele's book club in Geneva. We just met the other day for the Disappearing Act by Katherine Stedman for July. Ooh. I was totally into it. It was an easy read. It's so funny because you get around all these literary types and they're like, I mean, we just picked it apart, but who doesn't <laughs> love to pick it apart? Get into a book or ask your, I have so many I could loan you. You know, like people that are just want a beach read. I've got like 10 that I will just give out, you yeah. know, just like read something, share, swap with your friends. It's really fun. I love that. I've got a stack. Damn you, Marie Kondo, and you're bringing joy and telling me that I can only have 10 books on my bedside. Oh, there's a limit? Yeah. Marie Kondo? I don't think she knows what she's talking She doesn't. About. Okay. We won't go there. Okay, my self-care. I was ha- having a low moment when I was mm. working on these notes. Oh. For our- <laughs> I'm just going to say, just get yourself some CBD. <laughs> Let's talk about it. So... Go locally, you can go to Zen Leaf. Like, and here's the thing I'm going to say this with the disclaimer of not everybody is comfortable with either cannabis or CBD, which is a different part of the plant and it's an oil. And I, it helps me drastically. And you don't have to, you don't smoke it. No, you don't smoke it. And it's not addictive. And it doesn't have like THC in it. So I actually did it for Daisy when she was going through the throes of cancer. Yeah. Well, you have to find one that works for you. Okay. So I specifically was looking for it for like anxiety relief. Yeah. And But also my periods were like raging. Sure. I mean, I went to like a dark place. But this might... It helps. So I, what I would do is I, I would talk to your doctor first. Well, they can't warrant it, right? Because I've no, asked vets can't. and they can't warrant okay. it. So I asked my doctor... And she said that while she doesn't, like, prescribe it to her patients, she doesn't feel that there's anything, like, wrong with 
trying it in smaller doses and listening to somebody who's a professional. So you so, get it locally. So yes. So I have tried. Because I've heard where you source it is very important. It is very important. So there is a very respectable place called Zen Leaf and that's in St. Charles and it's a I always want to say suppository. That's no, not the word. <laughs> please don't look that up. <laughs> it's a, what's the word I'm looking D- for? Dispensary. Yeah. It's a dispensary. So you want to find rep, a reputable dispensary and then you go in and it's very professional and they ask you like, hey, what are you looking for? Like, and for me, it was like my period was horrible. And then they actually have people who are, and you know, it's not just like stoned out. It's people who know what they're doing and they're asking you the appropriate questions to fill your needs. So I have, I either take a pill form of a CBD and that helps drastically with my PMS and just my period in general. And then I have also had very good luck with like the oil one where you, you have a dropper and you just drop it. that's what the dogs do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you like drop it underneath your tongue and let it sit there for 10 minutes. But there's like gummy options. You know what? I think I need to write an article about CBD and um, dispelling some rumors. People still think that like if you're consuming CBD, you're like getting high, but it's not. It's a different part of yeah. the plant. But I think if you do your research, you'll be pleasantly surprised and it it helps with anxiety quite a bit. But you have to find, just like with any medication, you have to find your right dosage. So it's key that you don't just like go to the gas station because everywhere you can turn everywhere and it says like CBD oil. Right. No. No. And if you need help finding a place, just let me know. Well, now that you're the MD W dealer. <laughs> I wish this would bring me money, but <laughs> right, that's that's okay. No, this is no, that's very interesting. Yeah, I have used it on the animals, of course I have, but I've never. I have heard it helps people sleep, it, it, but it depends on your own body chemistry and makeup. Yeah. That's why you need guidance. You can't just go willy nilly experimenting. Okay, so let's all just kick back a little bit and remember that we want to enjoy summer and we loved it as kids and we want to make sure that our kids love it too and here's this thing like I am with you if you are feeling the pressures of making up for the COVID summer yes please remember COVID was not your fault it is not your fault like I feel that this summer I'm like oh we have to do everything because we could do nothing before Mm -hmm. you know what my kids don't even remember last summer (laughs) let's be honest and it should be a time to de-stress and relax for you, too, which can be hard. If you're looking for simple summer getaways, we have an episode about that. Episode 20 is simple summer getaways with the kids if you're trip planning. And we have about 26 episodes in our archives for you to go back and enjoy. And we want you to do that while we take a little summer break of our own. You know, life happens. So we're we're being proactive about our health and wellness. We will be back in six weeks when the kiddos head back to school. And then we'll drop another episode. But in the meantime, we'll still be active. 
Instagram. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're not going anywhere on Instagram. Hang out with us on MDM the pad. We are going to be refreshing. We're going to release a new logo. We are talking to people. We're getting some new experts, getting some new ideas. We want your input. And yeah, we're going to be back and better than ever this early fall, end of summer, really. Yeah. Just in a few weeks. You know, we just need to go get some tan. We need to get some color. We need to go on some vacations. We need to go on vacation. We need to recover from illness, (laughs) unfortunately. (laughs) Cheers to you. Cheers to us. Cheers to moms. Come sip with us again in six weeks. Yay! My name is Kellen and I like monster trucks. Say it. My name is Kellen and I like monster trucks. (laughs) You're so sick.